to the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one show to bring you all things Club America and English. Your hosts for today are Ivan Pineda, Cristian Rosendo, Alexis Juarez, and everyone's favorite cowboy, Dylan Jimenez. Now let's hit the field and start the show. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Eagle Eye Podcast. We got plenty to talk about today's episode. We have a full recap of everything that happened in and away in the Doble Jornada at Juarez. We're going to be recapping the 2-0 victory over Cholos and, of course, looking ahead into the future of what is going to be a six-point game against Leon. And we'll be joined by our friends over by the Lions Den podcast as well, who will be helping us break all of that down. And as always, helping me out to do all of this is my two beloved co-hosts from New York. It is none other than Christian Rosendo and Alexis what is AJ himself? Gentlemen, how are we tonight? I'm doing good. I'm doing good, Ivan. Hope everyone's doing well. Excited to talk about America this week. Um, we have a good matchup coming up this weekend. Um, and excited to recap uh, the, the three games we just played. I think there's a lot to break down. Um, a lot of good, but some bad, like always with America. Um, just happy to talk America again with my with my best friends. Yes, definitely. The best of friends. And also, I would have to well, argue AJ, the Oh, well, you know, that's what I was already assuming. <laughs> My best of friends are the listeners, all right? I don't care much about they you. They don't two. even like you, though. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Look, in reality, I think there's more negative to talk about America's play than actual positives. But it's not to say that this team is heading in the wrong direction. And we'll get into that in just a second. Uh, but overall, gentlemen, we had a crazy week in regards to games. I mean, you're talking about nine points potentially played for America. And... A total of nine points gained at the end of this hectic week. How are we feeling about that to begin with? I think I'm pretty feeling good, right? Why uh, wouldn't you say, AJ? Um, yeah, you really can't go wrong. Um, we're still undefeated. That's one thing. We're sitting right on top of the um uh, of standings. So we're looking all at the other teams that are down below us. So pretty good if I say so myself. Definitely. And we got a couple of people here to mention AP Jr. already saying hello. And Chris Rivera saying, I, we, we disagree with you, Christian. We love Ivan. So there it is. Yeah. AP Jr. saying, Ivan the GOAT. Look, I'm loving it here. All right. Thank you, Go. But the GOATs are really you guys, the listeners, because it, it, without you guys, there isn't really much of a show. So thank you again for all of you. And like you mentioned, AJ, still undefeated. Something to talk about. But we'll get into the nitty gritty of it all. And let's start a little bit with the match against Juarez. This game was obviously on a Wednesday night. And what potentially could have been a bad result for America ended up being not so much a good one for Juarez. How did you guys walk away from this game? Because watching it, I felt very frustrated from this America side. I felt like there wasn't really much going on. And to be honest, we get a little bit of lucky not to go behind in this goal right here that is potentially called for offside or a handball. I'm not too sure. But Christian, I mean, your boy Fidalgo walks away with scoring the winning header, as you see right here. Overall, feelings of what we got from Solari's side on Wednesday night against Juarez. Yeah, this, this game was, uh, was definitely a tricky one. Um, we, we knew that um, Juarez is very scrappy. Um, but also, I think I'm not wrong when I say that we got a little bit fortunate with this game. Um, there were, the, you know, the both goals. Um, the goal that's, that got taken away by Juarez in the header there, um, it's very, very, very controversial to say the least. Um, you know, and, and we were very fortunate to that, for that to go in our way, being called off, right? Um, and then it's, it's, uh, the game just, you know, turns on its head on Juarez. 
you know, I think we capitalized at the right moments, but there were definitely a lot of times where you saw Juarez being the better team um, and then maybe deserving a little bit more. But I do credit our side for taking our chances when we needed to take our chances uh, and then not letting up in, in, in the end. So I'll credit them for that. But throughout the match, it was definitely uh, one that could have gone either way. It definitely could have gone the other way. And look, this was a Juarez said that whilst they weren't playing their best football, uh, recently they showed up against us and we knew that this was always going to be a possibility because whenever a team has to go up against America for some reason they always want to show their best you know their best side although I will say this though I, I like the response from America whenever we did go down I, I thought you know the quick response from Roger to get the goal I thought was very much very good credited to the side for pulling through I mean what a minute went through and then we equalized not that's a good a response. That's what you want to see from this America side, right? That's true. Mm -hmm. Now, AJ, I, you know, Christian mentioned it. I think we were very fortunate to walk away with this result, although things could have gone differently for Juarez. But this is something that we've talked about so much. And maybe it, it doesn't really correlate too much to the game against uh, Cholos. But this time we were concrete with the chances. I, I mean, from what I remember, we put them all away. Yeah, no, it just feels like one of those things is just the tail of two halves once again. It just seemed like, as Christian Mel, we got really fortunate. We had our chances, just didn't make the most out of it. And when Juarez scored the first goal, you're just thinking, is this really how this game is going to go? We immediately responded. We're back on track to things, but then the first thing is just like, we need to put those shots away next time. Because it's incredibly frustrating to how all those opportunities that we have against Juarez just only ended up becoming two goals when it could have been more than that. It definitely could have been more than that. And, you know, Gabriel saying, you guys think it was an offside goal? I don't know. It's still debatable. I mean, they didn't draw the lines like the Premier League usually does, but it, it could have gone either way. Uh, I always like to joke around that, the you know, America's check cleared, and that's why we got the call in our favor. Although this time I don't think I can make that joke. Christian seeing as how we don't have much money to spend like that. Um, That's so I true. guess we really just did get fortunate in this yeah, one, 100%. but overall, I, whilst this game was frustrating to watch, like you mentioned, AJ, the, the positive thing to take away from this is the fact that you get the three points, you walk away with something and you go home to, you know, potentially implement that, that, you know, lead in, in regards to the league table against the Cholo side. Now, Christian, we talked about this at the beginning of the season, right? These matches were always supposed to be three-pointers for America. And even with a draw, I think we would have felt a little bit of a sour taste in our mouth walking away from Juarez, seeing as how that team was struggling before we played against them. No, whilst, it isn't, whilst it isn't the, 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 the style or the, or the, not the result, excuse me, but the style or, or the performance we want from this team, I think we can really credit this side, or at least Solari, for getting the points that we we're expecting to get minus the Querétaro one. Of course, 100%. So um, I think, like you said, that's the important thing to take away from this. Um, also, you know, you, you have to look at individual performances in this Juarez game. Um, you know, I, who, who, who the stand out to everybody? I think that, you know, when you look at, uh, when you look at Fidalgo, when you look at, you know, once again, Ochoa coming up big again, um, you know, those are those are key players that we need uh, to to keep going big for us in games like this when when it's very tight, uh, very nitty gritty. And then you know we need a key save from from our keeper when you need a creative play from Fidalgo. Um, you just know that you're going to get it. And so far, and even in the Tijuana game, 
um, you knew that you were going to get something out of them that can kind of turn the game around. And I think that's important for us, knowing, you know, heading into, you know, the more tougher matches like this Saturday, um, that we have players like that who can respond in the big moment. Definitely. Let's talk a little bit here what Chris Rivera is saying. Maybe I'm looking too ahead, but this feels like America of most seasons. Then comes Liguilla and we get exposed. I need America to be more attacking from the start, not start at the 80th minute. Now, I agree and disagree a little bit with that comment because you get a little bit both of that in this game against Juarez and a little bit against um, Cholos. I don't think that necessarily we were too passive on both games. But it does feel uh, you do have a tendency of maybe looking at it like that because, again, there's a lot of the, there's a lot of passes to the back, a lot of resetting, a lot of not too much vertical passing, but a lot more you know resetting of the ball. I think that's what frustrates most of us. I know Christian, you and I agree with that to the extent that it wants us to rip our hair out because yeah. this is a side that should not be resetting as many times as it does. But the reality of it is sometimes I, I feel like Solari has in instilled in them the mentality of if you're going to lose it why even risk it and I think we see that a little bit from it you know Solari better than most of us Christian as regards to what he wants to see from his side you're going to see a little bit more of an organized team rather than a team that's willing to risk a little bit more in the final third is that a fair assessment to make no of course 100% but I also think that you know due to the players that we have and maybe where players are being positioned I think it's almost, you know, you can't really force it as much as we would like to because maybe that's not the kind of the strong suit of the player, you know. You're, you're putting you're putting Roger out on the right, and when, you know, that's normally where he doesn't play, um, it's going to be a little harder for him to kind of take on, you know, a defender because maybe that he's not used to taking them out from that side. You put him on the left, and it's a completely different story. Um, same same thing with, with other players. Uh, you know, when, when Linus and, and Reyes don't want to, you know, intertwine. It seems like, you know, Lions just wants to take on everybody. And most of the time, he doesn't get through. So it's, um, it's just, you know, it's just easier for him to kind of just pass back um, and then kind of just work, work the ball while, uh, around somewhere else. So I think that Solari wants the players to make the passes, the entry passes in a more, I guess, confident and more safe way, knowing that, you know, the pass will get through. And I think that's why we see very little of it, uh, only because I think the players kind of figure, okay, if I don't have a, at least a 90% chance of this one going through or at least becoming effective, then I'm not going to do it. Then, you know, I'd rather just, you know, find a better option. But like you said, Ivan, I think that we see that better option used too much in situations where I think that we can exploit them. Now, I think this is, we'll, we'll talk about it more in the Dijuana game, but I think that's where Alfredo comes in a little bit uh, when, when, when he does come on the pitch. You do see that, you know, the middle's being used a little bit more, that the ball's being played quicker than what it was in the first half. Um, and I think that just puts Tijuana a little bit more on, more on the heels. And I think that just allows us uh, to open up space a little bit, which and then creates a little bit more opportunities. Um, you know, in the first half, in Tijuana, we seem a little bit stagnant. Uh, same thing in the Juarez game. You know, we, we, we were going, but it was stagnant. And then, uh, you know, as the second half goes on, as players have to push up and be a little bit more riskier, uh, that's when the space for Fidalgo opens up in that second goal. Uh, slots right in, slots behind the defender for Layun. Um, and if you like, just heads it home. So, you know, it's just things like this that I think that America thinks they have calculated. Um, but for us fans, it's just frustrating because we know that there are moments in time where we can be a little bit more, you know, attackive and uh, more, more offensive. I'm sorry. Uh, and then, you know, we, there, there are chances to make, to make, uh, to make goals. It's just, we're not taking them because I think we're being too safe. 
No, I agree. I agree. And, you know, Gabriel has a point at times where he's saying there's no creativity, which I agree there is lapses of, 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 of game time where it feels like there is no creativity. When in reality, we have the players potentially to do so. AJ Fidalgo, two goals, two headers. Who would have ever thought thought about that? I would have never thought that either. You just think someone like him would just he should be the one to just shoot the ball with his foot. But then he just happens to find himself in that perfect place at the right time to get himself to head the ball. So, hey, it's a good start for him. And I can't wait to see what else he can do. Well, this I would like for him to make shots with his foot and not miss series like the one he did against Chivas. But hey, yeah, yeah, I, I think he's got to vindicate for for himself in in that game, which is going to be September twenty fifth. But we're still we're still a little while out before that, so he might as well rack up a couple more headers before getting a little bit more confident before that matchup. But hey, look, America wins it; they take home the three points, two to one. And we thought, sigh of relief. Let's focus on what's going to happen on Sunday against Cholos. So let's talk about America versus Tijuana now, because this is an interesting game nonetheless. This was a game where, let's be honest, it felt like Tijuana for the most part, like Chris said on the comments, parked the bus. I mean, you saw the formation they came out with. It was literally a, we are here to try to not concede and grab either a point or a counterattack at one point. So it's... It definitely was a frustrating game as far as, you know, America's standards go because you felt that the opposition was playing one thing and one thing only, and that was to make sure you don't, you know, get past their back line. Uh, and, and that was just the case. And, and so, you know, credit to them. They almost had it if it wasn't for the penalty that I think Venus provokes very well for being in the right place at the right time. And, you know, after that, then you get this goal from Renato Ibarra, who comes back and scores himself a goal in an America jersey. So, I, I mean, what could be said about this game, Christian, that maybe, you know, a lot of people wouldn't take to a liking in regards to what this America side did? No, yeah, um, I think you you hit on the head when Tijuana said, okay, listen, we're going to the second, we're going to park the bus. We were the better team for 90 minutes, and that is it. Tijuana uh, ne- never showed up in the match besides maybe this chance they have right here you see on screen. And then Which, one- by, the way, by the way, I was covering this game, and I thought it hit the post by the sound that that ball made. But now seeing that, wow. Yeah. Most no, 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 yeah that and then the other chance, well, where it was deemed offside anyway, but it was a, it was a pretty good uh, build-up by, by Brian Angulo. Um, but other than that, though, Tijuana didn't show anything. Um, and like you said, it was frustrating because we had the ball literally 70% of the time. And like you said, in the first half, um, we, we were on them. It's just the end product wasn't there. You know, we, 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 we know how to get to their third, their final third. And it's just, when we get to the final third, we don't know what to do, or we just don't know how to finish it. Um, and that's, what's frustrating to me, especially with the place that we had in the, in the first half. Now, when we get to the second half, um, I think that changes a little bit for us, but we'll get there when we get there. Um, and I think that just it's just because of the players that are on the pitch, and then it just tells you that you know certain players in certain positions um, can provide a big difference, and I think that so that needs to take note of that, um, especially when playing the the the, uh, the better teams on the road. Talking about better team on the road, we'll talk a little bit about Leon a little bit later. But like you mentioned, I, I think there's something interesting to note take about this game against Cholos, right? It was the fact that you mentioned that Christian had most of the ball possession, had most of the chances. But AJ, in the game where we thought, well, finally we took our chances against Juarez, we're probably going to be clinical against Cholos. Well, it seemed to be the opposite. Nothing really was going into the back of the net. It looked like the post was even against us in this match. So 
what was what was going through your head when you were seeing chance after chance get the scoreline wouldn't open up for Amiga? It was a snooze fest, really. Just that much possession that we had, and we really could not do nothing. And it just seems like Jolo credit to them. Their defense was doing everything that they possibly can to frustrate this America side to not allow a goal in. It took them all the way until the 87th minute to finally get something done. I mean, I'm not complaining. We got the goals at the very end, but to think that it took us this long to finally score a goal, which resulted first in a penalty, really, and then it becomes a goal that happened through through play, but just tough, really. We got the result at the end, but just like you expect more from a, from an America side, which you know, I feel like it definitely do more. We have that creativity. We definitely have the players that could definitely score the goals. And against a side like Cholos, who are struggling throughout this entire season, that had to result, resort to parking the bus and playing five at the back. But it is what it yeah. is. And let's talk a little bit about this, Luis G. saying, how about that Venus effect? And for the first time in a long time, gentlemen, I think I saw our bench fully stacked. And that was actually happy with the bench we were having at our disposal i was happy with the starting 11 as well i thought it was a pretty good one interesting yeah, to put yeah. roger on that right hand side right christian like you mentioned but even then you thought this is a good starting 11 this is a really good bench there's a potential to score more than three goals finally in this matchup granted we could have walked away with like maybe a four nil victory like the ladies did tonight but we weren't able to capitalize on our chances and it had to wait till the 90th minute for something to happen, which we'll get into in just a second. But I personally like seeing an America side with much more depth like that. I think it's going to, you know, have fruition throughout the season if we can continue to have a stack bench like that. And, you know, time will tell whether or not each player can incorporate themselves in the position that Sodari wants them to. Yeah. Um, but let's, let's talk about how this game actually finally opens up. I think the substitutions came in. I don't know, for me, a, a little bit too late, Christian. I would have liked to see them maybe like 10 minutes beforehand. Oh, 100%. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was watching the game and I was like, it's so like the 67, 68. And I'm like, why is there no subs? I think, they, they, like you said, it should remain maybe start at the 60th minute. Um, maybe we could have seen a better impact. Uh, but let the players sit in a little bit better. Um no, but yeah, I, I but I think that that's been a common a common thing with with the uh, with, with with this team. It just seems like you know we're we're gonna let them you know do their thing, and then when you know like you said in the kind of the later stages of the matches, let's just all we'll, we'll put it out there at once and let's see what happens. Um, credit it's worked so far, but let's not test our luck with you know with the better teams is what I'm trying yeah. to say. Exactly. It, it's very Ole Gunnar Solskjaer-esque of Solari to do when I'm just like, put in the subs already and it's like the 70th minute and nothing happens. Yeah. Like, why? You know you have subs and five of them. So, you know, let's use them. But granted, I think the players that came on were the right players um, to open up the match, right? You, you bring in the, the likes of Fidalgo, which I think added a little bit more pace in that midfield that I think we were lacking. Uh, mm-hmm. Although he was a little bit drifting more towards the wide, uh, which I think was a little bit more of an indication that him and Cordoba were having to swap positions. Right. Mm -hmm. And granted, you know, so much you can do with the short little bit of time that you have, but I think Fidalgo came in, changed a little bit of the pace. Uh, And then Renate Barra comes on. And and I think that adds a little bit more depth down that wing and something that maybe Roger isn't so comfortable doing is maybe touching that byline and being able to take a player on and then take the cross or or find a way, you know, to, to get himself in, in in those dangerous positions so i think it was two players that brought a little bit more of you know an oomph 
to the attack, which I think oh, was yeah. very much needed. And I, you saw the fruition of it, right? Venus comes yeah. in, puts himself in a favorable position that maybe Henry could potentially put himself there as well. But who knows? He was already tired. You saw that he was a little bit gassed out. So yeah, no, definitely. props to Venus for being in that position. Gets a cleat to the side, which I feel did not feel any well at all for the player, which <laughs> if you look at back at that, AJ, it definitely looked like it was Is definitely it, a red card. Or did Venus get like more muscle? Because he looked like a giant out there. He looks a little thicker. I'll tell you. Yeah, right. I don't know if it's me. muscle or the man's been eating a little bit more torta yeah, tamales uh, than I, usual. I don't know what it so, was like, but he did look Chicho's bigger power, bro. Chicho's power. There you go. <laughs> there, I mean, look, props to him. Put himself in the bright position. I like the fact that Aguilera gave Cordoba the opportunity to take this penalty, giving yes, it too. to him. Number 10, jersey, slots at home, 1-0. Mm-hmm. And then through the end, please, for the love of God, find a way to not show replays when something is happening. We had to hear goal before they actually showed the whole Renato Ibarra the whole goal. To the play. It, that, the build-up yeah, to the play, amazing. everything, all of that, you had to get that through the replay. You didn't get to see that live. And it was just like, come on, through the end. Have we not learned from prior experiences? Yeah, no, it's, it was terrible, one hundred percent terrible, one hundred percent terrible. Um, but then, of course, you know, Renato Barro comes, uh, you know, scores his goal on his not so favorite left foot. It's actually a really good finish, which it I mean, mm-hmm. surprisingly enough, coming from his left foot. Uh, and yes, lots of the way, two zero, comfortable. Although, again, America leaves it super late, not ideal, especially playing at home. But like you mentioned, Christian, I think there was always this kind of sudden sense of like okay you know something's gonna happen i don't think it's gonna be a draw but something's gonna happen you know this reminds me of of a season where it just seems like america always you can never count them out and especially in the dying minutes you know something is gonna happen and you know more often than not this season alone we've seen it happen uh, you know plenty of times and i think you know whether you know that is a good thing knowing that this team was in it till the end but we shouldn't wait till the 75th minute to turn on the gears and start going um, that's Definitely. not going to work for you against, you know, the better teams. And um, I just hope that, you know, that's kind of out of their system right now. Uh, and then just going forward to be a little bit more, you know, aggressive early on uh, with then, then trying to get the results earlier than rather than getting at the 90th minute. No, yeah, I completely agree with you. And, and you know, let's hope Salad is able to tweak that and, and get the best out of these players from the get go. But uh, again, very good performance, at least towards the dire ending of the match. And America walks away with all three points. Pretty good that we get the three points, knowing that, you know, it was a very tough week for America and nine out of nine in one week straight. Well, I mean, that's always going to be ideal. Which, by the way, Soladi, we didn't mention this at the beginning, but was unfortunately unable to be in the... Um, in the bench because he had a little bit of an illness that required medical attention. He did get discharged, discharged, excuse me, that same day from the hospital, but the doctors were like, you need some rest, which by the way, how much more rest could you be if you were still watching the game at home and probably was still very frustrated at the fact that Maro Linus couldn't take on two players. Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> that we didn't get much rest. Uh, but no, uh, you know, it's, it's good to, because now that it wasn't anything serious because the news caught us by surprise. And then it was just so yeah. sudden. And, and everyone reported that he needed to go get medical attention. So we were all like, wow, is this serious? Uh, but thank God it's not. Thank God he's, you know, fully recovered. And um, he, he should be back, uh, I think, on Wednesday or Thursday, back in training with America. Because they had off today. They'll be back tomorrow. But I think he won't be there until Wednesday or Thursday. Yeah, definitely. 
Now, Christine, uh, did Renato change your opinion on Impact Ivan, or are you still iffy? And you know what? This is always going to have to be something that was going to be addressed, and, and it's going to be an elephant in the room. And, and look, I'm just going to say this once and one time only, and we're never going to touch the subject again. And whilst everyone on here has a different opinion and, and can differ on anything, the fine line is always going to be the thing that we represent here on the podcast, right? And I'm, I'm going to say this once and, and once only, and, and everyone's going to know our stance. At least as representatives of this podcast, what we do and what we are going to do is we are going to talk solely and specifically about the game. We are not going to get sucked into the politics. We are not going to get sucked into everything that goes in and outside of the, of the pitch. What we do here is we talk about the game and the game solely, right? Everyone has their own opinion on this. AJ, you have your opinion on this. I have my opinion on this. Christian, Dylan, everyone has their opinion on this. And we can both all have this discussion outside of this, yes. right? And that is, that is the case. And that is going to stay the case. And we're just going to focus on what happens. If he scored a goal, we're going to talk about that. If he doesn't play, then we won't even talk about him. And that's the matter of fact. We're not going to bring him up. We're not going to bring anything out of the ordinary. We're not going to talk about anything that doesn't pertain to us because we are not experts and we are not people that are qualified to talk about a delicate subject like that, right? And yes, everyone has an, is entitled to their own opinion. And that is great. And that is fine. But as far as this podcast goes, and as far as what we represent on this podcast, we are solely and strictly just going to talk about the game. And that is it. That is it. And we're not going to mention it again. We're not going to talk about it again. And we're just going to be focused on the one thing and the one thing only, which is America and their fight to the 14th title. And that is a matter of fact. If anyone wants to talk, if anyone wants to, you know, ask, then you guys can, you know, kindly message us on the side. And, you know, if, if we want to disclose our opinion, then that's... You know, that's that's up to each individual. But as far as what the podcast stands for is always going to be simply just that the game. And so let's focus on that. And a matter of fact, I mean, we're sitting at the top of the table, AJ. Who would have thunk it that America would be not only top of the table, but also the best leading defense in the league right now? Knowing that we have Manuel Aguilera starting more majority of these games. (laughs) Yeah, for real. I mean, hey. You think about it as well. We won a championship title with Pio Herrera, with Emma starting as well, and a uh, Bruno that was actually on form, not the one that he currently is now. So we keep at that. We keep it at that as well. But hey, Solari, he seems like this man knows he do. It's like the Sir Alex Ferguson. Give me any player, and I'll win you a Champions League. It's kind of like in this case with Solari, except he's like, give me any the back four, back five, back three, and I'll make them. The, the brick walls of the team. So definitely, definitely. Well, that 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 pretty much just wraps it up. I mean, pretty solid performance for the last five minutes of the game, and everything else we pretty much have to worry about because America needs to be a little bit more robust in in the first opening minutes. But again, nine points out of nine for one hectic week. All I'll say is, you know, good job to the to the boys, and let's hope we can continue that good stretch of form against uh, against Leon. And talking about Leon, we have uh, two very special guests that we're going to be introducing any minute now to help us preview that upcoming match, that six-pointer game. But beforehand, I do want to remind everyone that today's episode is brought to you guys by Footcult. If you guys haven't done so already, make sure you guys go check out footcult.com. Use the discount code EEP at checkout to get 10% off. And again, Footcult is doing some amazing stuff out there, some amazing brands, some amazing gear. And uh, make sure you guys go check them out. I love the shorts that they have just come out with, AJ. I don't know about you, but I'm looking to grab me a couple a pair so i really need shorts as well because that's really all i wear at home so definitely need to cop some 
Who would have thought that AJ during hurricane season was going to be wearing shorts in and around New York City? But hey, that's the case. Then go for it. Use the discount code EEP at checkout. And thank you again for call for sponsoring today's episode. All right, gentlemen, let's bring on our two special guests over from the Lion Dance podcast. It is none other than our beloved friend, Miss Gary Torres, and her co-host, Mr. Louis. How are you guys? Doing well. Hello. Great to be back here with you guys. Nice. I literally just felt like I saw you guys not too long ago. <laughs> you may have. <laughs> we, we made the switch over half an hour ago. Well, glad you finally landed onto our side of the territory of things. Um, but it, it, it's fun to have you guys on. It's always a good matchup. I think these gentlemen can agree with me. Whenever America does end up having to play against Leon, it always seems to have some type of firework, right? And especially more so, I think, this game because, again... It's a six-pointer game, right? Potentially, winner could sit at the top of the table nicely. Potentially, it could be America with a three-point advantage, or it could potentially be Leon leveling us with points, but a different goal differential. And we'll talk a little bit about that in just a second. But talk to me, Louis. Talk to me, Gary. How is Leon coming into this one? Well, I, I think they just played their best match of the season, but ironically, didn't get the full result out of it as they had in their previous four. Um, but, you know, I think this is really Ariel Holland's team now. There were questions about how bought in the players were to his style or how they were, how well they were adapting to it all the way back to the Campeon de Campeones match in the match day one of the Liga. But that's kind of, that's kind of a happy memory at this point. Um, obviously we would have liked to get the full result at home against Santos, but the way the team is looking, uh, I think they're, they're filling us with confidence, um, in a way that we didn't expect them to be doing this soon into the season with a new coach, a new coach that not everybody knew a ton about. Um, and so it's been fairly positive vibes uh, around Club Leon uh, the last few weeks for sure. Definitely. Um, I think in, in regards to just the core bases that uh, Nacho Ambriz left, uh, we kind of felt comfortable. Uh, we did have a couple of questions kind of preseason in there, but uh, especially after this doble jornada, which we haven't, you know, in the past been so great to come out of the jornadas. Uh, like Louis said, I think we did. We played a really great match against Santos. Um, very, very mad game if you didn't watch it. Um, definitely, you know, the way win versus Chivas definitely boosted them um, coming up into facing a, a, a tough Santos, which I do appreciate a lot of the youngsters coming through uh, for the cantera. Um, but I think we're feeling good. Um, lots of things to look um, ahead into, um, but I think we're comfortable. And I think me and Louie have said in the podcast that it's great to have a lot of depth this season, um, you know, especially with the tournaments coming up and all the matches. And, you know, we have Luis Montes out, but hey, we, we are figuring out how to live without him for a bit. Uh, obviously, Navarrito will be out the whole season. So we've made modifications that way. So uh, we have the depth that, you know, we kind of, been needing uh, for a while now so i think we feel comfortable definitely and like chris rivera says you guys have a salt lake city fans uh, a little bit salty after you guys' performance in the league's cup so uh you know shout out to you guys for, for for getting the results that you guys have been doing and you guys just talk about you guys having the most well-rounded game that you guys have had so far this season gentlemen i wish we knew what that felt for america we've gotten maybe what AJ, about 25 minutes the most of, of America, the best America side we've seen so far is about maybe 25 minutes so far. Yeah, no, 
just every other time it's just been uh when we're scoring a goal where we're gonna break more than three goals um just no we just wanted to see the consistent make us up it seems like always seems to be that tale of two halves kind of situation that we keep consistently bringing over and over again where we're just like when can we just have an entire full 90 minutes where we are solid throughout that entire game but maybe hope we see better days hopefully we will be more consistent throughout the season you know yeah I, I agree with you. I, I I think that hopefully you know, and and I don't know if necessarily this be this will be the game because it is an away game. And Christian, we know that you know going over to Leon has never been an easy task for America, but you know you feel like Insolari we trust, and I think he's gonna find a way to be as how do I say organized, disciplined. I guess is what I'm trying to say with 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 what they do against Leon on Saturday. Should be a fun one. Should be an interesting one. Like I mentioned, this is a six-pointer game, right? And and America wants to continue to stay top of the table. So in order to do so, you have to beat everyone that comes against you. Now, I necessarily don't think it'd be the bad, the the worst case scenario if we do walk away with a draw in this game, but I don't think Solari will plant his game around that, right? We saw Cholos did it. To us last week, it almost paid dividends. But I, I would imagine Solari would try to do something a little bit more robust, a, a little bit something more pragmatic to try to get this American side to walk away with not just one, but hopefully three extra points. What do you think needs to happen in order for that to pay, you know, fruition? Yeah, we need a we need to come out, you know, swinging right earlier rather than in the seventy fifth minute. Um, if you do, if you don't like uh, how Salari has been playing up to this point, um, I don't think you're gonna like this Saturday because I think that's exactly how it's gonna go. Um, this Leon team is one to respect. They are number two uh, for a reason. Uh, so I don't think that we'll see that aggressiveness that we want just yet. Um, but I do expect to see a different starting eleven, uh, one that may cause a spark earlier. Um, but. Like I said, though, this team is uh, is very good from all angles, and they know how to adjust. So I think that's why it needs to plan for that, and I think so. needs to make sure that he selects the right players uh, for for this match, and especially when uh, his subs are going to be key as well, because we are a late blooming team. And um, I think if he can make the right adjustments as well, uh, we should be we should be okay in this game. Definitely, and I think it's going to be interesting to hear what your predicting starting living is, because Christian, you've definitely been on the mark throughout this whole season, maybe one or two players off. So I'm I'm pretty confident in what you're going to say. We'll most likely be 90 to 100% accurate to what we'll see. Uh, but Chris Rivera is saying, what channel uh, is this game going to be played on? Gabriel coming up with the save through the NA. But yes, this game is going to be live on through the NA, 7 p.m. Pacific, 9 Central, 10 Eastern, live via through the NA on Saturday. AJ, are we expecting uh, this American side to show up against Leon? Are we looking to be a little bit more on the aggressive side of things, or do you think we'll have Leon dictate a little bit more of the play? Um, I would love to just see this team swing from the get-go, but the same time, which seems like to be a team where we do happen to score whether the other team responds with a goal or we go into this game, or we score late into the second half or before the first half ends. Just... I like to see just so that I just plan something this game. Just know you're playing against a team that is ranked second at the moment in the league and just know that they are hungry. We are undefeated, but also they have been undefeated set um in the last five games. The only game they have lost in the season was the 4-0 battering 
against Pachuca that they suffered. And this team as well, they got 16 goals scored and only three conceded ever since match day two. So that's something for so I have to keep an eye out. These, this defense needs to be as solid as possible. And just really try to get something going from the get-go. That's what we want. Give Leon that scare. Just know, let them know why we're in first place. Definitely. Well, all right. Let me switch the t- the question over to our counterparts for today, Gary and Louis. Uh, what do you guys expect Leon to do from the get-go? At least tactically speaking, are you guys going to try to be as aggressive as possible? Or are you guys going to let us dictate a little bit more of the tempo? I mean, if the game against Santos is any indicator, they they were aggressive from the get-go more than they had been at any point in the season. They, they've been a little more passive, letting themselves kind of grow into the game the first 15, 20 minutes, and it's occasionally almost cost them, almost cost them a couple times against Chivas in the midweek match, obviously. Oh, I think we might have lost Louis there for a second. Oh, no. Gary, do you want to jump on? on to that? <laughs> Yeah, I was trying to think of what the train of thought he was thinking. Uh, it's that Mexican Wi-Fi oh, for Louis. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty. It was pretty terrible. It's, I, I've done it before, and it's not that great. Uh, while we get Louis back, um, yeah, I think I think right. I, I agree. I think uh, Leon's never been a very aggressive. Um, Leon has been a very aggressive from the start. We've seen that with Nacho Ambriz. Uh No, you know, I think it definitely translates with Olan and the type of players that we have. Uh, we continue to say that we don't depend on just one player to score, um, as we saw against the game against Chivas. Um, Ankel Mena, 53 goals with the team, capitalizing with the penalty, giving us the draw. Um, I think we're going to have a lot of intensity. It's a, our whole matchup. Um, you know, I, I'm sure Louis will definitely pick up on where he left off. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, let, uh, giving ourselves too much opportunity to grow into the game against a side. That is the top that is topping the table for a reason, even if you haven't necessarily liked everything you've seen from them in terms of style of play that they're still kind of growing into, as are we. Um, but yeah, I think that could be dangerous, I, uh, just especially at home, letting America dictate in any way in the first 15, 20 minutes. I hope that's not what we see. I hope we see something more like we saw against Santos, where they really deci- where deci- they decisively decided to take control uh, from from the get-go and um, impose their will on the match, so to speak. Uh, that's what I'm hoping to see. Um, I saw really, uh, I'm seeing a more and more confident Leon team in doing that. Uh, and I think, I think, you know, I think that could be what we see. I really hope that's what we see though. Less passive because that against a quality opponent that can cost you. Um, they've been doing very well at growing into matches, but I don't want them to, uh, to uh, take too much of a uh, of an opportunity to to do that. No, I want to see aggressiveness from the opening whistle. Oh well, uh, Christopher is saying here, Holland is a very offensive coach. Goalkeepers are going to be key on both sides, so I guess we can expect the game where both Ochoa and Cota will be uh, on their heels for the entirety of the match. Which we'll see. We'll, we'll see what happens, and hopefully, we do get that exciting game. Assuming that what Louis says come to fruition, Christian, and, you know, Leon pins us a little bit on our own half, what do you think is going to be important for this America side? And let's let's face it, uh, whilst we may be, quote-unquote, the best defensive team so far this season, we all know that our defense is literally just one wrong footing away from just crumbling into pieces. So what needs to happen in order to make sure that we kind of keep ourselves compact and as organized as possible? 
Yeah, no, uh, I think AJ said it a little bit earlier. Um, you know, this defense needs to play their best game of the season. Um, I'm sure we're going to have Aguilera back in the starting 11, so we we need him not to be Aguilera. We need him to oh my God. You know, be, be <laughs> some of what we all know him to be. Um, and then just we, we just hope Bruno keeps him trying to grow back into the Bruno that we all know and love. Uh, you combine that with the solid Jorge Sancho. I think he's been solid pretty much all season. And then um, you know Chava Reyes. Um, what you know? What more can you say about this player so far? He's been uh, he's been uh, de- definitely the signing of the season for us uh, as of right now. Um, he's been a huge, a huge improvement, a huge help for us not only on defensive but offensive. So I uh, you know I'm expecting a big game from him. And then um, so yeah, all four players need to be uh, under 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 toes this this uh, this Saturday. They need to play their best game. And only then, that's when uh, we are, uh, we'll be able to stop it. And, you know, I'll ask for predicted lineups in just a second, Christian. But I wouldn't be surprised if Luis Fuentes starts this game and we have Chava Reyes on the left-hand side. Where does Marolanes fit in that situation? I think we move him to the right or potentially bench him. We'll see. Although, I could potentially be wrong, but I could see that as a possibility. Uh, but again, I'll get predicting lineups in just a second. But it sounds like, you know, both of uh, both teams are going to be coming with a pretty good, solid tactical plan. It's whether or not one coach can outbest the other, really, is what I think is going to come down to it. Um, you know, you guys mentioned it. Your Leon has been doing so well in, in, in this transition with a new manager, right? And even with, you know, the, the players that are out for you guys right now, you guys have been able to cope with it so well that it goes to show that there is depth, that there is talent, and there is something to look out for. On the other hand, gentlemen, I think we've seen that this America side has probably been one of the most organized sides in probably a good couple of years. We've seen a lot of very much, while it hasn't been fancy or or, or shiny football in it by any means necessary, uh, it's been very much organized in, in that sense. And And you know that this team is a little bit less prone to make mistakes than prior ones, which I think fills a lot of confidence in, in, in some of the fans in order to know that. Again, Solari is a fan of the fundamentals, like Chris has mentioned on, on in the comments. So we know that he's always going to at least stick to that. And it's going to pay dividends to some extent. Right. So it, it, it will have, it, it will, it's taste, it's a tasty matchup. I'll, I'll put it that way. Uh, but let me direct the question to you guys now, Gadi. What is your guys' predicting starting 11? What is potentially the 11 that we get to see on Saturday against America? Um, I am going to say, I don't know if Louis agrees, um, que Olan repite. I know we'll have seen Marredo back, um, but I think he's going to stick to the lineup. I don't know if you want me to say it, but I think he's going to stick to the same lineup as versus Santos. What do you think, Louis? Yeah, the, the Barreiro question is, is pretty much the only thing in doubt right now, considering the players we have available. And it's also a full week's rest between matches and no travel. This is two straight home matches for Leon. Unusual um, to have home matches in back-to-back weekends. But he's going to have, I mean, everyone who's available, not out injured, uh, is going to have a full week rest. I think the lineup that he floated out against Santos did very well. He could potentially bring in Barreiro uh, in, in, at center back and move Mosquera back to the right back position where he's been playing. Uh, other than that, I expect to see the same lineup that we had against Santos, which is Cota and Gol, Osvi Rodriguez, William Tessio, Mos, uh, Mosquera, this, and Avion Ramirez in the, in the back line. Este, Jefecito Rodriguez and Colombato in the holding mid. Uh, Elias on the left wing, Mena on the right wing, and Davila and Omar Fernandez up front. Uh, that is what I expect to see. Um, 
The only question is if, if Barreiro comes in, I don't, I don't expect that one move to make a huge impact on the game, even if it is made. Um, all the guys who've been, who've slotted in the back line, unusually, uh, we usually have a ton of questions there, but this season, everybody who's slotted in has done pretty well, has cumplido. So, yeah, but I do expect to see um, the same lineup that we saw against Santos uh, with potentially guys like Meneses and Santiago Ormeño, new gem of an acquisition who has yet to really make his mark on the league yet. But uh, guys like that coming in and making, making an impact off the bench potentially. But yeah, that's the starting lineup I expect to see. Yeah, unfortunate okay. that Ramiro, our, our beloved Ramiro, has been injured. We're still trying to figure out how long he would be out for. Um, I think if he wasn't injured, he would definitely be continuing a starter. Um, but definitely same lineup, like Luis said. Definitely questions about Ramiro. Like he said, our team has done well with adjust adjusting. Um, so, yeah. Okay, interesting. All righty then. Well, with that said, um, how do you feel? AJ, knowing that your boy, Santi Ormeño, is not going to be featured. Well, that's good, because I ain't got to be ruining him, because I do like him, but now I can change that Leon now. Ugh, I don't know what to do with you sometimes, much. AJ. What do you mean? Come on! No, Yo, no. I'm going to mute you from now on. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, I should. <laughs> I'm kidding, AJ. But you're right, though. I, I think it's a good thing that, you know, he hasn't found his footing just yet. But Christian, now that I direct the question to you, what is your predicting starting 11? What do you got for us? Yeah, so um, I think I'm going to go, you know, it's because of the, you know, the, the midweek matches. I think that's why there's a little bit of rotation. But I think that Solari will go with their, with his most, I guess, trusted 11 that he has right now. Um, so we'll have Ochoa and Net, the back four, Jorge Sanchez, Bruno, uh, Aguilera, and Chava Reyes. In the midfield, we'll have Aquino, uh, Richard Sanchez, and Fidalgo. Um, up top, we'll have Linus, Cordova, and Roger Martinez. Interesting. I like it. Right there, you guys see the predicted star 11, which most likely will have to be the one that, uh, you know, so that it goes and pushes out. Like Christian said, there was a bit of rotation within this week because of the mid midweek matches. Uh, and also to mention, within this star 11, uh, we have one, two, three, four all-stars that potentially could be seeing the match on Wednesday. So as far as rest goes, it doesn't seem like they they get to get much of it. So True. Uh, again, it's, it's, you know some of these players have to do so much. It, it's it, it baffles me sometimes. But I do want to put something out here. It is Chris saying Pedro Aquino needs to have the best game of his. Uh, the best game ever against his former club so we don't make defensive mistakes. And I think that's true. This is a player that we heavily criticized at the beginning of the season, uh, Christian. Someone that yeah. we even wanted to see the bench for a little bit, which I think actually paid dividends that he did. And and now we're seeing him step up. Uh, you mm -hmm. saw it against Atlas, which was potentially maybe his best game so far, where he was wearing that shower cap. Uh, you know, he definitely looked like he was in Pedro Aquino form, the one that we know and the one that, you know, our two guests know so well, and right. that is the the, the like player that he's about him that much. So, well, just I will went, just in, in, oh, just in the sense that he got his pay cut. All right, that's that's just, you're just mad because he got his pay cut. No, nah, just just <laughs> in the sense that I that I hope our guys are gunning for him and hope and trying yeah. to lure him into a silly foul. That is yeah. that is my biggest hope. Get him Rocky, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I think I think we're starting to see a a, a much more uh, composed Pedro Aquino. Though I don't think he's gonna be so impulsive in those fouls. This is a very much Guido Rodriguez story again, right? You Christian, guys don't right? know him though. You don't know him completely. That's what Cholos fans would do. say as well. But look at him. Take took his time, acclimated at America. Not so much with cards. Now with 
Pedro Aquino, hopefully does the same thing. Also, I feel like Solari is not the type of manager that plays around with that. Like, if you get a red card, like, you're going to be running a couple of laps uh, at, during practice. Right, AJ? Oh, no doubt about it. Uh-uh. No doubt about it. You see how Solari gets, even when we score, he just seems to be complaining about something. So, if Aquino wants to get a red, I think he'll never see the light or day on the bench ever again, probably. So, no yeah. further notice. Definitely. And look, do rag Aquino. That's Not a fire right there. His um, game and a half rule for any player that would get a red card. So, so and there you go. See, so he should learn. Um, Chris saying, wait, are the all-star players playing Saturday? Well, yes, they're going to be pl- hopefully potentially playing this Saturday for America, but the all-star game is on Wednesday. So we'll, we'll see how these players end up going. I'm, I'm certain um, ours will. We have, we have Mena and Tecillo also in the, in the all-star conversation, yeah. but Holan has shown that, I mean, he puts he put Colombato in the starting lineup literally like two days after coming back from Japan from from playing with the playing with Argentina in the Olympics. He is not afraid of throwing guys back into the lineup. So I'm fully expecting Mena and Tecillo to to start on Saturday, whether or not they play 90 minutes in the All Star game. I think we can expect the same thing from our boys, which uh, we'll have to wait and see. But again, both predicted lineups are out there now. You know, we talked a little bit about how we want both teams to go out there and play. Tactically speaking, this game, it, it paints for a good back and forth, right? It, it really does paint for a good back and forth if both sides are up for the task. My one worry is, though, that we might get a bit of a stalemate, AJ, here and have both teams maybe a little bit reluctant to, you know, maybe, uh, you know, overextend themselves or maybe make one too many mistakes. So I could see this game going to be a bit stale, a little bit of a 0-0 for a good majority of the match. Not one not wanting to take more risk than the other. So I, I mean, you know, you're you're a fan of these boring games. Can you see that yeah. happening? Oh, no doubt about it. Last time we played against Leon, they scored in the first minute. We scored the six. A goal was not scored until 86 minutes later with Federico Vina scoring. So if it does happen to be the case, then so be it. Concerning as well, the amount of shots that both these teams had and the only shots they had on target was like two for America. So really, I wouldn't mind. It'll be a boring match, and then I'll then get to predict at the very end who's going to score for America, like in the last nine minutes of the match. So it'll be fun for me to think about as the game, you know, becomes a snooze fest. <laughs> I'm glad you have some way to combat a bit of this snooze fest. Uh, but talking about players specifically, uh, Louis and Cari, give me uh, a Leon player that you guys are looking to have quite a game against America in order to maybe potentially wrap up three points for you guys. Go ahead. Oh. I was going to say, not all at once, please. <laughs> um, no, I was thinking, I think more crucial is three players. Um, if, si repita la alineación, it would be Colombato, Jefecito, Nomad. I think Jefecito has definitely picked up to come back into his best form as he was at one point. Um you know, after his injury and whatnot, uh, Louis mentioned like Santi Colombato, you throw him in, he gets the job done. Um, I think it'll be very interesting um, if Santi starts against this America. Obviously, with y'all's midfield, it would be a great um, duo to watch, uh, a great duel to watch. Um, and then obviously, Omar, I mean, I think with the absence of Chapito, he's done well. I know it's one of Carlos's so much beloved favorites um, that he's done really, really well. He's se ha comprado muy bien, really easily, uh, which I think we definitely have to 
applaud because I think some players, like in case of Meneses, took them like a whole season to kind of get into rhythm. Uh, I think Santiago, um, sorry, I think, um, yeah, Santiago, I was thinking Santiago Meno, you know, he's he's slowly getting there, not as efficient, um, which I would question. Um, but I think for the most part, Omar Fernandez will definitely be a, a, an impact um, with Chapito abs- absences. Okay. Yeah, right. uh, I'll go with I'll go with Omar in the attack. I think, and we were talking about this on our end of the pod. Um, he's been everywhere. He's been doing a little bit of everything. He's really helped mitigate mitigate the absences of Chapito and Fernando Navarro, uh, two arguably our two best players over the over this entire run of excellent form, excellent play over the past few seasons. To think those guys aren't in there and their absences are being covered really well. A lot of that has to do with with Omar. I mean, shout out to, to our boy Elias Hernandez for helping out in that area as well. Um, but I'm still going to go with my X factor is always Tecillo, William Tecillo. I think he's just, yes, he's a defender. He's, he's not gonna, not going to get into the attack as much. Um, not going to be much of a threat to score as those other guys, but the guy's just everywhere. He's a pest. He's frustrates. He frustrates opposing attack attacks with his clinical, clinical tackling. He's been our MVP unquestioned of the season so far uh, for me and are one of the most valuable players in the league. Been in the Once Vial every single week except for this past one. Um, so, yeah, that's my, my boy Tecillos is, is who I'm counting on to, uh, to frustrate Club America enough that our attack can go for it just enough at the other end at home to pull out a winning result. Interesting. Alrighty then, and talk about Omar Fernandez. Chris saying Omar Fernandez was such a steal, and yes, Leon stole him from uh, from Puebla. Isn't that right, Christian? Yeah, Christian was a little salty about that. So, Christian, to answer you, yes, we got Omar and Santi. Just wait for the Santi, um, you know, fire later this season. But we did, so we're finally leveling up. To throw a little shade at you. <laughs> talking, talking more about this stuff. Chucho Lopez versus Santi Ormeño for AJ's heart is going to be the battle of this weekend. So keep an eye out on that if Chucho, <laughs> for some odd reason, sees minutes, oh, uh, which you know would be this game. Uh, all right, gentlemen, give me give me one player that American uh, in an America jersey that needs to step up and have a big game against them. I'll go first then. So, um, Chama Reyes, no doubt about it, becoming, if not the best sign that we've made this season, he was named last season as arguably the best left back in the entire league and one of the best youngsters in the league as well. You just let's see him continue his run of form. And I'd say he, I'd say undoubtedly, in my opinion, has been the MVP so far for America this season. And just, I want to see him continue keeping his good form throughout the season. And we'd just love to see what he can do against, um, yeah. Definitely, Christian. You know who I'm going to say. Um, this is the player who I think is the one to look out for, especially if we want to be more creative going forward. Um, Fidalgo needs to have the best game of the season this Saturday. Um, I know there's a lot of criticism around him right now just because he doesn't seem to be performing to everyone's standards. Uh, but the man, I think, uh, is the one who can open up lanes, uh, make these uh, little sneaky passes to kind of break the break the defense so um i really think that he's gonna be the one to kind of guide us to victory and you know it's not to it's it's not to knock on fidalgo but the reason why there is so much criticism on him is because he himself set the bar so high last season 
that he needs to go up and, and not only reclaim that level that he had, but exceed it. So, like you mentioned, he needs to have a pretty big game. Uh, for me, personally, I think everyone knows who I'm going to be targeting in this game. I talked about it. He did nothing. I mean, absolutely nothing against Cholos. And I will fight anyone who says otherwise. He scored one penalty. That doesn't mean that he gets to be in the best starting 11 of the league. All right? I... I, I it baffles me whoever makes those those decisions. But Sebastian Cordova for me oh, needs to have a big game, right? He he can't just show up minute seventy five and be like, "Here I am." Like, where have you been all those other minutes? You know, he's carrying the number ten jersey. He has a big responsibility on his shoulders. Go out there and produce. We talked about this. I am always going to be pro Cordova whenever he shows up and gives me consistency. And what is the one thing that we talked about, me and Ivan, on the podcast last week, AJ, was the lack of consistency that we had from him last season. And we thought, well, maybe this is the one to turn it around. Had a bit of a quiet game against Cholos. Now I need him to pick up, get back on his horse, and go out there, dictate the tempo. And here's the crucial thing know how to finally work alongside Fidalgo. Christian, I think we mentioned it, but it's so difficult for them to both find some footing yeah. on the pitch. Finally, it's, to find yeah. a figure, a way for both of them to kind of exceed and excel so mm-hmm. that way they can go out there and perform and produce a good game. So we'll see. Let's see what happens. <laughs> I'm sorry, but Jose Ramirez said, Aquino should get waves. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, after the do rag? <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry, they came out of left field. I was like, thank you. That was that was that was very much needed. Um I agree, maybe you should. So those are the players to kind of keep an eye on for. Let's hopefully, you know, get a good performing game. Now let's kind of wrap it up here and let's get some predictions from both sides here. Let's go with our friends over at the Lions and the Podcast. Louis, Gotti, what is your guys' prediction for Saturday's matchup? Do you want me to go first? Sure, go for it. Um, okay, so my prediction since we're playing at home, coming from great momentum, uh, win over Chivas, Louis' favorite victory so far. Um, Santos one-one, uh, which you know we're very we're very grateful um, getting rescuing a point on, on a very great match played by Leon. Um, so always a good matchup against you guys. Um, so I'm going with a three, one victory for Leon. I'm going to shoot very ambitious and three, one, I'm going to say Elias scores. Um, let's see, Elias, I'm going to give Colobato another one. And then maybe something will come in and score as a sub. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. (laughs) Louis. Yeah, I'm going to go with a, a 2-0, keeping in mind here, we need to win by two goals to overtake first place. In, in, uh, it wouldn't even be goal differential, it would be goals scored, the second tiebreaker. Um, so I think they're really going to go for it. I think it might be kind of a slog for a good chunk of it, but I think uh, Omar Fernandez is going to open his Liga Mekis account uh, with, a, with a goal against America at home late in the first half, perhaps, and then it's going to be more of a slog, and then I think Ormeño will come in and open his account at the end, and, it'll, and it, will turn, it will turn out to be a 2-0 win for the boys in green. I think that home field advantage and the fact they didn't get the full three against Santos and they have another home game, they're really going to want to get the full three, not want to get just two points out of two home games consecutively. So, yeah, I think that's going to play a little bit of a role, and yeah, get at, we... We get a 2-0 
and the three points stay at home. All right. Interesting to hear the prediction over on the Lions Den podcast of things. AJ, what are you going with for some uh, Saturday's prediction? Excuse me. Uh, 2-0. As much as I go 3-0, it, it ain't happening on this body. It ain't <laughs> happening. Chaos. <laughs> hey, we'll go for you last, man. <laughs> <laughs> 2-0. Why not? Let's get that clean sheet. I'm down with it. Um, I got Javier Reyes scoring in this match, and you know, let's throw an Aquino for that goal. I would say That's yours bold. is the most boldest prediction That's yet, bold. AJ, but it's oh, not. Oh. Okay. It's not. Uh, I, I, I'll, I'll read off a little bit of prediction before we get to Christian because I know he's dying to get his prediction out here. Uh, we're going with Mary Jane's uh, looking for a 2-1 victory win for Las Aguilas de la America. Uh, the Lions then podcast coming out here is going Leon 2-0. Uh, our beloved Cowboy, AJ, uh, no, sorry, AJ, Dylan. Uh, I'm all over the place. Uh, our beloved Cowboy, Dylan, going with a 1-1 draw. We have Jose Ramirez with the most boldest of predictions going 3-1 America. And scores and Richard with two goals. Christian is. How are you laughing at me? And you're saying Osuna debuts and scores? I should then just say Chucho Lopez scores then at that point. At that point, I would have kicked you out of the chat. uh, (laughs) Everybody yell on here. I I mean, I haven't yelled twice already. And then now AJ's yelling like. We're very loud. We're very loud podcast. It's okay because I cap it whenever I I edit. Sorry about that, Dylan. Cowboy AJ. Uh, uh, then we have uh, Chris Rivera going with a 1-0 victory for America. And Freddie Durant saying we're getting a 2-2 draw. Now that we've had some of the predictions from our listeners. Christian, I'm finally throwing it to you. What is your prediction for Saturday? Um, 2-1 America. 2-1 America. You don't seem confident. Like that is that is very bold. And then two well. one. It's not bold. Okay, so listen, this is my reasoning for it. You know, Leon have scored in every single game but the Pachuca game. Um and so has America. So that's why the two nothing from Louis seems a little a little ambitious. Um, because America has scored in every single game. So uh that uh so that's why I was like it's a little but both teams are good. Both teams are are, are very offensive when they want to be. Um, it's definitely going to be a high-scoring game. I can see the two-two, um, but I think we can edge this one out with the two-one. Two-one. I don't. I don't. Three-one. Well, Leon. Come on, God. Are you serious? I don't. Are think you serious? Be a lot of goals. <laughs> have, you, have you not been watching? We're the best like, defensive team for the re- for a reason, and then guy thinks that Leon's going to walk in. You guys are not excited to watch. Like, like I apologize. You guys are not exciting to watch. Like, have you not watched Leon this season? Like first place, by the way. For more. For one more match. It's fine. We still, yeah. We have still Enjoy it well last. There you go. Oh, or Manuel becomes Nico Nick Nikula at that point and just never yeah. scores a goal at all. <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> oh, it's gonna get Can't spicy. Not starter in my books. What could have been if he was at America? He probably would have been starting. I like Chris saying, "Watch it be a zero zero shuts us all up." And I could see that happening as well. I hey, and I'll take that. that. I'll take that because you know what that means. That hey. means a clean sheet, baby. Let's go. Put the put the last comment on screen. Put the last comment on screen. 
says uh, America is great defensively, but who have they played? True. That's why I, I said mean, today that that's I mean, why I said Leon's gonna be the biggest up. test that America has had. You can't score against Jordan Silva. Leon's biggest test was Santos just last week. They played nobody either. True, both teams. So you have... guys are well deserved. Is that what you're saying right now? I'm not what, saying it's well deserved. No, no, let's not let's not act like Leon played Tigres or Morterella or Cruz Azul. They played. No, Chivas, both teams. Mazatlan, both teams Cataraca, have had a pretty. Both teams have had a pretty light schedule. That's why it's a litmus test. Correct. For the Correct. Yes, I agree with yes. that. Yes. <laughs> so I think this match Saturday will be the biggest test for both teams so far this season. So that's why is it such a shocker saying. to you if I say 3-1 and you say 2-1? What is the big Okay. Okay. But if Look, I'm wrong, we'll... then I'll marry to you and I will buy you a Starbucks coffee. <laughs> nah, that's going to be more. That's going to be more. Okay, I'll buy you two then. <laughs> two Starbucks <laughs> coffee. I'll buy you two Starbucks coffee then. <laughs> like, Patty <laughs> got influenced and started yelling at everyone. I mean, we can yell on here. Like, that doesn't, that doesn't happen on our podcast. We don't yell at each other. We yeah, we're, hey, we're, look. we're a family show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you really good at this, though. As, as of right now, and as so far, and if things stand, you know, it feels nice standing on top. And for right know, now, like Louis said, quote. <laughs> And it's cold on top right here. But we'll see. Look, it's all fun and games. At the end of the day, if we want to talk our talk, America's got to back it up on the pitch. So we'll have to wait and see whether or not America's capable of doing it. But we know that Leon is going to be no easy task, whatever. Um, <laughs> it says, Chris, says, if you want, Chris, if you want to see that. yelling, something, if you want to see yelling, say something negative about Ochoa. Leon's going to score three goals on Ochoa. That's, that's something that he can yell about. You guys are not going to score three against the Chaw. I'm okay. just putting it that. <laughs> <laughs> look, it's as simple as that. But look, all I know is that, look, it paints to be a good one. I personally am going with a 1-1 draw. I think that America walks away with one point. I don't think it's the end of the world. We still sit on top of the table. And, you know, we'll see how things end up going there. But as far as things stand, it paints to be a good game. We'll see what happens. We have you guys covered on all things America over on the Eagle Eye podcast. So if you guys want to follow this game minute by minute, if for some reason you're stuck at your um, at, at your uh, cousin's quinceañera and unable to watch the game, then we'll be able to keep you guys up to date minute by minute. So don't worry about it. We have you covered. And, and AJ has got you covered with gifts. So as you guys can tell, he's always, already, he's always working. He's always doing something. So. Thank you, Aegis. So thank you. Um, but all right, I mean, that pretty much wraps it up here. I mean, unless there's anything else that you guys want to talk about in regards to this game. <laughs> if, if I just say anything like that, I open up the window to anything else. I like Starbucks too, no. just saying. <laughs> not, not happening. Um, it, it's all it's all fun in games, but I think I definitely think it'll be a good matchup and let Of the course. Best. It's always a good matchup between us. Yeah. It's definitely. And look. Just to remind everyone, obviously, that this game is going to be Saturday, but the big, uh, you know, the big quote-unquote thing for this week is definitely the All-Star game. But for Man, everyone in the Liga Mekis English community, well, let me go. Let me finish what I'm about to say, all right? Let me finish what I'm about to say. I'm going to yell Look, at you, too, so. For everyone that is interested for this community, the Liga Mekis English will be hosting a community match in, uh, in the L.A. area. So we're going to be in Pasadena playing a soccer game on Wednesday at 10 a.m. in the morning. Uh, so come on out play some soccer, bring some water, you know, 
come have some fun with, uh, you know, some familiar faces from the Liga MX English community. Again, you know, we've been working hard to make this a reality. And hopefully for those of you who can't attend this one, things go off on a hit and we can do this again very much yearly all around. Also, for anyone in and around the LA area that is going to uh, to the game at uh, uh, at the Bank of California, I will be there. So I would love to get a chance to get to talk to you guys. Talk to me a little bit about the players in uh, you know that that are here to talk to to play for the All Star game. But we get to see them uh, play, whatever the case may be. Again, I'm covering the game for the podcast, and we would love to be able to talk to you guys. So if anyone is going to be within the vicinity and is going to be uh, out there at the Bank of California, let me know. Let us know. We would love to have you guys on all our social media platforms, and we'd be loving to have you guys, uh, you know, feature in 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 our match day preview. So let us know, and hopefully you guys can, uh, you know, be a part of that as well. So with that said, all we can do is just wrap it up here now. Christian, I think, has officially left. He's tired of my talking, and who who blames him at this point? Um, I just want to say thank you to both uh, Louis and Kari. Thank you guys for coming on to the podcast. I was just on there recently. And like I mentioned, you guys are doing a fantastic job, an amazing job. Uh, and we love the fact that you guys are continuously doing your part to continuously grow the Liga Mickey's English community on your guys' end. So thank you again for everything that you guys are doing. And thank you for coming on. And, you know, best of luck to you guys. And may the best team win on Saturday. Thank you for Thanks. having us. And you guys. Um, Thank you for having us. Shout out to the rest of the Lions Den podcast, to Carlos, Jose, and Javier. Um, shout out to them and let the best the best team win. Definitely. Chris Rivera saying Christian Kiemoja, but Chris, we all know that he's going to say Fidalgo, and Fidalgo is not going to score. So why would we even bother asking him any of that? Um, but AJ, Christian, thank you so much for coming on. Um, to Dylan, who does a lot of the work backstage that you guys don't get to see. Thank you again to him, our beloved cowboy, always doing the work. Those highlights that you guys get to see on screen, that is because of him. So thank you again, Dylan, for everything. To all of you guys that came out here and talked to us, uh, thank you again. And to everyone listening, whether that be you know Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever it is that you listen to, thank you so much. All right, we'll be back next week to talk things all America. And AJ, you and I will be talking on Thursday, all things America Feminine 4-0 against Atletico San Luis. Who would have thunk it? So uh, we'll be recapping that game as well. All right, then you guys have a wonderful time. We'll be uh, we'll be back again, like I mentioned, next week. Until next time, take care, be safe, wear your masks, and as always, arriba America. Good night. Ladies and gentlemen, this was another production of the Eagle Eye Podcast. The number one source for all things Club America in English. Make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Eagle Eye Podcast and get all the latest news and coverage. And subscribe to our podcast wherever it is you may listen.